This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Cruise Tips TV Unplugged Podcast, episode number 18. Today, it's all about those places on the ship that are so good, you may not want to share them with the rest of the world. We asked our community to name those chill spots they return to time after time. So today, you'll hear about our favorites and theirs. Welcome to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. I'm your host, Sherry, and I invite you to join our cruise-loving family as we travel the world creating cruise videos and blogs. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to help you make every cruise your dream cruise. Hey, cruisers. Welcome back to the podcast. Mr. Cruise Tips TV, how you doing today? I'm doing fine. I am ready to go. You like my friend's reference? How you doing? Was that Joey? Now that I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it kind of snuck it in there. It was yeah, subtle. It's very it subtle. good. Very good. Yeah, this is going to be a ton of fun. So today we are going to read a couple of reviews of the week from iTunes. And then we're going to jump right in and have a, a blast with a subscriber inspired episode. So our subscriber, Scott K, everybody knows and loves Scott K, sent me a DM. I believe it was a DM on Facebook and said, hey, what about those places on the ship? What if we did a whole entire episode on those places on the ship that make you go, ah, those relaxing, wonderful places. And Scott shared his favorite spot. And it was actually kind of a surprise. It wasn't what you would necessarily think. It wasn't a spa. It wasn't a balcony. It wasn't um, one of those cozy, relaxing spots that we think of, but I'll share that in a little bit. So yeah, we're going to make a whole episode out of it. And of course, as usual, we crowdsourced all of our information from our awesome Facebook community. And I think we have some really unique and unexpected uh, places around the ships that we're looking forward to sharing. So before we get into it, let's talk about a couple of cool reviews from this week. The first one comes from Tabitha Chaffee, and she says, the Cruise Tips TV family rocks. Whether you are a first-time cruiser or a cruising expert, Cruise Tips TV provide tips, tricks, and info to learn from. I have thoroughly enjoyed their YouTube videos, and now I'm enjoying their podcast too. Thanks for all you do. Thank you so much, Tabitha. And I know you've been uh, with us for a long time. We really appreciate the kind words and glad that you are listening and watching across all of our mediums. Now we're having a blast with the podcast and we appreciate you taking the time to write a review. We have one more today. This is from Downunda. This is from Craig from Benalla, Victoria, Australia, which I have to say, I have not heard of that area of Australia. You stumped me there, Craig. He says, laid back, informative cruise tips. And the review says, hi, all Craig from Benalla. I think I'm saying it wrong. Benalla, Victoria, Australia here. Cruising on Symphony of the Seas in late December and really enjoying your cruise tips on Royal Caribbean and other cruise lines and all the differences between them. Thank you to you both. Well, you are very, very welcome, Craig. And we hope to be getting on one of those newer Royal Caribbean ships one of these days sometime. Maybe Symphony of the Seas, maybe Harmony of the Seas. You never know. But it's 
definitely on our wish list. Don't you think, pal? Isn't that something you'd love to do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I wonder when we do actually get on one of those Royal Caribbean mega ships, though, is it going to feel like a cruise ship to us? Because we're used to mid-sized ships where you feel a lot more motion. And there's, I don't want to say there's less to do, but it's more about where you're going and not as much about the ship. But on these big mega ships, I wonder... Does it feel more like a resort? And I don't mean that in a negative way because I think that's a ton of fun and there's a lot to do. What do you think? You think it'll be an easy to adapt to change for us? I think that we're adaptable and we're going to adapt to anything. But I got to say that that it feels more like, well, based on our experience Mm -hmm. um, with Symphony, no, what was it? Oh, Liberty of the Seas. Liberty of Uh the Seas, yeah. yeah. It felt more like a mall. Yeah, it can feel like a mall. It can feel a little bit like Vegas. Which I, I love both of those things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was I love good. Them all. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It's fun. It's like, but sometimes the way that the ships are designed, they're focused more on the interior spaces, with some exceptions. Of course, you have the flow rider, the water slides, the ultimate abyss, all those outdoor areas, and now the cool skydiving simulators, all of that. But I think um, it'll be different. It'll be fun, though. I think I'm going to get lost. I, I know for a fact that on even the most basic mid-sized ships that I've been on before, sometimes it takes me four or five days to get uh, to learn my way around. And I have a feeling I'm going to have a really hard time on a mega ship because it's just, I don't know, I'm just, my brain doesn't work that well when it comes to like navigating around the ships. Well, that's why you have to book longer cruises. You got to have, oh. you have to have more time to figure out where you're going. Good argument for longer cruises there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> snuck that in. I know. I love it. Okay. So let's talk about our main topic today that um, Scott K inspired. Thank you, Scott, by the way. We really appreciate it. So again, Scott's idea was, hey, what are those favorite places on the ship that make you say, ah, when you're there? And so Scott's favorite place on the ship, we've got to start with his because he inspired this episode was... Are you ready for it? It was on MSC Seaside and it was the the lounge near the champagne bar on MSC Seaside. Now, I think you remember that place because it was really beautiful. It had a huge bank of windows and had really modern furniture and it was just cozy and beautiful, but also very good for people watching. Do you remember that place, that spot? I do. And it's not always crowded there either. That's yes. another good thing about that area. That was kind of weird, huh? It wasn't very crowded at all. It was kind of um it was kind of empty all the time. Even in the evening, even though that area was kind of a gathering spot, people didn't tend to sit there. So it had this it was kind of like a secret relaxation spot. So those are the types of spots that we're gonna be talking about today on the podcast. And um I think we're gonna be talking about just about every major cruise line there is and just about every area of the ship. So let's start with one of my favorite places, and it's actually also on MSC Seaside. And I'm going, I'm going to sprinkle mine in throughout the podcast today. And I know you're going to do the same thing, right? I have some. You, you have some. And again, you guys. I'm thinking maybe I should do mine now. <laughs> don't. So I got to beat you to the punch. Because yeah. oh. we haven't shared these. I don't know what hers are and she doesn't know. Well, what. I know yours is not mine, this first one, because you haven't, I don't even know if you've been to this, this place. So what? you're safe. Yes. <laughs> piqued my interest. I know. And as always, guys, he is not sharing his notes with me. He likes to be like the man of mystery on the podcast. So I have no clue what his top five, you know, chill places are on on the ship. I have no clue. All right. Well, back to mine. So one of my favorite places that totally blew me away was the snow room on MSCC side. I don't know. Did you go in there with me? I didn't go in there. You're right. That's a good one. That's a good one. You kind of toured there the area, but I don't think you sat in it with me. 
It is the coolest place and it's so unexpected. There's really nothing else like it on a ship. Um, you, you know, it, it, the way that the MSC Seaside Spa is designed, it's designed so that while you're experiencing the spa, you go from hot to cold and hot to cold. So obviously, you know, the obvious thing would have like be to have like a cold shower or a plunge pool, but no, they have an actual snow room and it is so invigorating and cool. And it's just, obviously it's just a trip to sit down on a bench and then put your feet down in the snow when you're in the middle of the Caribbean. So that is definitely one of my, one of my favorite chill spots, one of my favorite ah spots, but it's also just one of my favorite spots all of all time on a ship for just for, um, novelty value. So speaking of, um, MSC, our um, buddy on Facebook, Chris Whipple has another favorite on MSC Seaside too. So Chris said on the seaside, the couches on either side of the top sail lounge facing the huge windows on port days while most people were off the ship and it was quiet. So Chris is referring to the yacht club area on MSC Seaside. And I would say that is definitely, without a doubt, one of the most beautiful views on any ship I've ever seen. So the top sail lounge is situated at the front of the ship on MSC Seaside, and it is absolutely spectacular. Uh, we spent a little time on in the top sail lounge on Seaside, but more time on Maravilia. And I can tell you that, boy, when there is no one around and you're in the top sail lounge, you are just, you are just in a cocoon of cruising heaven. Um, you've got prime real estate on the front of the ship there. So I agree with you on that one, Chris. That's a very good one. Now, our um, our friend Katie on Facebook has one on MSC as well. You're going to love this one, honey. Um, she said, our MSC spots are the corner of Venki. That is a people watching bliss area. So Venki, guys, is the chocolate bar on MSC Seaside. And it is just heavenly. The people, the excuse me, the staff are extremely friendly in Venki. And of course, the cocktails and chocolate and all of the indulgences that you can have there are just unbelievable total European cruising bliss in Venki. So of course, Katie mentioned a few other spots as well, like the yacht club pool deck and their balcony, things like that. But I had to mention Katie's, um, Venki. So before I get to another one of mine, pal, you are up. What is your, what is one of your first ones? I can't wait to hear. Now I feel like we have to make a disclaimer that MSC is not sponsoring this. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't ready for all these cool spots on MSC ships, but you know, they're, they're really doing a good job. Yeah. I mean, I actually have an MSC one here you do? too. Yeah. So, okay. We're oh not, my gosh. No, this, this is, is not, not a sponsored, an, not an MSC sponsored. And most every other cruise line will make solid appearances throughout too. We just happened to start with MSC today. I got to say though, the, the top sale is really cool. That's not mm. on my list, but I think if I would have thought of it, it would be on my list because it is very, very cool on both mm -hmm. the um, the Seaside and Mirabilia. Yeah, they gave the Yacht Club members, the Yacht Club, I should say, um, you're not. it's not a membership, but people who book into the Yacht Club, they really did give them prime real estate on the ship. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool place. Okay, All so right. talk to me. What do so you got? Let's get down to it. I'm going to okay. do mine in reverse order. Ooh, trickery. Yeah, just to build suspense. <laughs> okay. okay, so number five. Number five. These days, the thing that makes me happy is seeing my family happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've picked one based on that. Hmm. Okay, I love to watch our son and see him smiling or brimming with excitement. Uh, when he's having fun. Mm -hmm. So my number five spot is the top of a water slide. Oh, the top of a water slide. Top of a water slide. Of course, Aww. this could be on any ship. Carnival has good slides and Royal Caribbean has great slides. MSC, mm -hmm. 
um, so many ships. It's not hard to find uh, good slides these days. Mm -hmm. So that's my number five. Oh, I love that. So like the way, the face that he makes, the expression, the anticipation, the excitement right before he goes down the slide. Oh, he gets charged up and it's just really, (laughs) really fun to see. It's cute. I think sometimes he has kind of a serious happiness though, too. It's kind of like a look of intent. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do this. He has an unstoppable smile. Yeah. So cute. That is such a good one. You always get, you always come up with the most creative ones too. All right. So I'll skip to another one. So I, I have a funny feeling if we're going to have a crossover that this next one is going to be the one that you also choose. So me and several of our uh, other folks who commented in our Facebook post about this have a similar chill spot. And I think this is probably this spot you can find on any ship. And it is the aft facing area on any ship where you can watch the prop wash. And Tammy Ladner on Facebook said, any place on the ship where I can watch the prop wash on Carnival Dream, the best place was deck five. I love being able to walk around the whole ship on that level. So that for me is where I think I'm able to kind of disconnect the most when I'm standing at the back of a ship and you're looking straight down, especially on those ships that that allow you to look straight down off the back. There's no wedding cake tearing, but you look down and you see the power of the prop wash and the wake and it, it makes it a pretty dramatic and loud sound. You can't hear anything else around you. There's typically also no wind back there. And it just, to me, I think the noise of it and the drama of it really allows me to like disconnect and be in the moment. So Tammy, I am right there with you. I love the, um, the prop wash. I think it's just beautiful, dramatic. And, uh, I just, I find it to be a very unique place to just look out and not think at all. Don't want to think. Don't want to think. On a cruise, sometimes you just got to stop thinking. My turn. Your turn. Let me go. Let me go. Okay, go, go, go. All right. I like to be high up on the ship because you get the best views Mm -hmm. and in many cases, less crowds. Mm. Now, a surprising spot on some ships is the basketball court. Oh, fun. Yeah. I think on Princess specifically, the courts are typically up high and often they're deserted in the evenings. It's a really good place to just go up there and take everything in. I love that so, one. Basketball court. You would not have that guessed that, would so you? That is so good. But you know, the first, when you said that, the first memory that came to me was we actually stood up on the basketball court when we were in the glacial passage in Alaska. So we were as high on the ship as you could be. And we literally had 360 degree views and it was phenomenal. And there was nobody else up there. A lot of times you'll go up there and there'll be, you know, people playing basketball of all yeah, things. Oh, how dare they? But uh, in many cases, you go up there, like typically in the evening around six or something like mm-hmm. that, and you're going to get the you're going to get the sunset and a a, a, a gentle breeze and mm-hmm. three sixty views, or maybe more than a gentle breeze. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going for effect here. <laughs> you're going for effect. If you're underway, it could be like the kind of breeze where you lean forward and you're you know you you never move because your body is being pushed by the wind. That's such a clever one. I love that, and I you just brought back a ton of cruise memories for me when you said that. Okay, let's do some more of our subscribers ideas. So Sid, our buddy Sid, who we all know, and Tracy, I think it was just Sid, Tracy, and Annette all said that one of their favorite places on carnival ships is the Alchemy Bar which I can totally relate to. I love the Alchemy Bar. The Alchemy Bar is the one that's like, if you're looking at me like, which one is that? That's no, the one that's like, like on the, the Miracle, right? Yeah, they have one on yeah. the Miracle. 
And they've added it to some of the older ships too. It's the one that looks like um, an old fashioned apothecary. So all of the, um, what am I trying to say here? All of the drink recipes. Like uh, subscriptions. Yeah, the prescriptions. Prescriptions. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) We're both having a hard time formulating our words here. But yeah, so it's like there's like 40 is the new 20 and a bunch of other really clever drinks. I'm trying to remember what some of the other um, clever drinks are. Let's look a few of them up because they do have the best drinks. I am. I like when you can go to the Alchemy Bar. They have a special um, time of day or, you know, a few times on the cruise when you can go and they'll make you your own potion. So you get this checklist that you get to walk through and you talk about what liquors you like, what flavors you like, and then they... um, their mixologists will handcraft one just for you. But yeah, very clever. I love the way that they do this. So they call their um, bartenders their mixologists. And some of the um, the names of the drinks would be the Perfect Storm. My favorite is the, spi- the Spicy Chipotle Pineapple Martini, but I like that on Carnival Anywhere. You can get that at other places. Cucumber Sunrise is definitely a Carnival fan favorite as well. The antioxidant is also very good. That one's got grapefruit, vodka, and Aperol. Now I just want to go have a cocktail. This is not good. Um, but they have a they have the Alchemist Sidecar. They have the Curative Peach Cosmopolitan, the Restorative Basil Drop. So they have a lot of really clever things. And I think that was an excellent one. I think a lot of people will go, like Sid and like Tracy and Annette. They'll go and they'll stay there for hours. It's definitely a great gathering spot. It's a fun place to get to know your bartender and to just chill. So I love that one. Good job, everybody who covered that. I'm going to go through a couple of other just random ones that our subscribers mentioned. Um, Sheila said that the covered area of the promenade deck on Carnival Breeze is a nice place to get a coffee or a frozen drink and sit and watch the ocean. So if you're going on Breeze, that's a good one for you. Kimberly K. McDavid Schroeder said um, that on Royal Caribbean's Liberty of the Seas. Early in the morning, she likes to go to the glass-covered adults-only pool area and float in a cantilevered hot tub um, with sprinkles of morning rain sliding down the glass above her while she watches for the breaking dawn. Okay, that is such a good description. I have this very like, this very like zen early morning quiet picture of Kimberly up there in that, <laughs> that cantilevered hot tub. The cantilevered hot tubs kind of stick out over the side of the ships. So that sounds just very very good to me. All right, so. Oh, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say you go next. I still think you're going to say one of the ones that that I'm think, thinking and feeling and our subscribers are thinking and feeling. So you go and let's see if you well, hit it. Well, this next one's going to be a very specific. Okay. Okay. So okay. I think that my previous ones um, were, you know. Kind of broad. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty broad. Um, and this one's along the same lines as the basketball one because I like to, I like to get up high. Okay. I like to see everything. Okay. Um, the Bridge of Size on MSC Seaside is a standout location Ooh. for me. It's a terrific photo spot. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. un- unbeatable in terms of photos, but you're not going to find it deserted mm-hmm. often. Uh, you may find yourself waiting in line if you're trying to get a solo shot. Yeah, especially like on formal night or on sunset evenings, right? And that is true. But I have a tip. Okay. You, he- you head up on port day about an hour after most people have gotten off and ah. and you're typically going to find it pretty empty. That or, is a or good Or at least one. you're not going to have to wait very long. So let's describe what the Bridge of Size is. It's actually on, it's a, on the uh, back of MSCC side on the complete after the ship and it's very high and it is basically a cantilevered walkway that's at the very top of the ship. So it has a glass bottom and as you walk across it, you're looking down at the condo style pool on MSCC side and out on the aft wake. 
So it's very dramatic and it's probably the best and coolest place to take a photo on the entire ship. Um, one thing I would say too about any, pretty much any MSC ship is if you want to go anywhere without a crowd, just go early in the morning. Um, because MSC cruisers tend to be night owls and they tend not to be out and about on the ship in the early morning hours. So if you want to catch the sunrise, you could definitely do that, right? You can, it, you know, it really is phenomenal and they've got the, the glass floor so you can look down. Mm-hmm. on the people in the in the pools too but you know when you were saying that i remembered we were i think we were in cozumel and we mm, had yes, and we were up cozumel. there all by ourselves because everyone had gotten off the ship and we had a, a storm yes in the in the distance it was it was quite breathtaking that was maybe so the, and cool. maybe that's why it stands out but there we went up there so many times and every time we went up there it was really just yeah. Unbelievable. It spectacular. It's funny because the first day everybody kept telling us to go. They're like, go to the bridge of size. Have you been there yet? We're like, geez, no, we've been busy. We've been doing this and that and the other thing. But when we finally went, we're like, oh, okay, this is, this is phenomenal. It's really cool. And again, it's really innovative. There's not, there's not a whole lot of places like it. I think that, um, the Royal class princess ships do have the, um, the similar kind of skywalk type glass walkway on them. I'm excited to check those out as well. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go ahead and go with my next one. And several of our Facebook friends would agree with me on this one. So me, Yvonne, Jax, Tammy, and Marilyn on Facebook all think that our balcony is one of our favorite places. Was that one of yours too? I'm not going to say. Ah, okay. Sounds good. So Yvonne, here's what Yvonne had to say. Standing on our balcony in the Carnival Vista, looking out over the ocean, watching a sunrise or sunset. That is my awe moment. Jax said... My own private balcony in my stateroom. Ah, see the awe theme. I love it. <laughs> Tammy said, my private balcony. I made the comment that I had to have a balcony for our Alaska cruise, but wouldn't need it for other cruises. And then I discovered that I will always want a balcony. And Marilyn said, not so original, but our balcony, our cabin's balcony. I just, it just never disappoints. Our other spot is to take a walk late at night to one of the aft decks and just take in the nighttime sky. I love it. So yeah, I think for me, the balcony is Obviously, it's more private than any other place you're going to find on the ship aside from your, you know, the inside of your cabin. So I think that's very special. It's a wonderful place to go in the early morning hours to hear nothing but the sound of the waves kind of crashing by the ship. I think it's a great place to go and um, watch for wildlife in some areas like in the Mexican Riviera when it's whale season or in Alaska just about any time that you're close to shore or when you could be in an area where there's lots of whales. A balcony is definitely where I want to be and that's my zen place. So I think a lot of our subscribers agreed with that. So let's talk about some other, um, some other trends I saw here. There were a lot of people who said that the aft pools were something that they found to be really relaxing. And for a number of different reasons, I think a lot of people go and spend a lot of time out there. Other people go for the views. Other people go because on some cruise lines, those aft pool areas are um, adults only, and they like that. Here's what Shannon Hayes had to say about it. Carnival Liberty was the aft pool and hot tubs. Not crowded, especially on port days. Carnival Fantasy, tables by Guy's Burgers on the Lido, shady areas not crowded. Um, Let's see what else we have here for the aft. I think there's a ton of people who had a lot to say about that, but I think that's that's an obvious one. It's a beautiful, quiet place. And I think the key with the aft pool areas is that there's just no wind Generally speaking, it's a lot less windy than other areas of the ship. All right, you ready? You want to do one? 
Are you ready? I'm ready. That's my question for you. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got to tell you, this is my disclaimer. This one may not be fair. Okay. Because we've been very fortunate to have access to this place. But on the other hand, if I'm being honest, I have to include it. Mm-hmm. It's the captain's bridge. Oh, the bridge. Or, or just the bridge. Mm. Um, it really is just awesome in the true sense of the word. Yeah. And again, we are fortunate to have been invited to this mm-hmm. truly awe-inspiring location. Yeah. Um, and of course, humbled and thankful. Yeah. Um, but if you can get up there, it yeah. is so cool. I think there are a few cruise lines that in their all access, um, tours, they still do include the bridge. But one thing I would say is if you're curious about a bridge tour, you can go and you can ask the front desk and see what their policy is and see if it's something that you can do. Um, a lot of cruise lines, what they do is they, they allow bridge tours for people who have reached a high loyalty level on those cruises. So for example, on princess, that's how, probably how we were invited is that we are, we, we've kind of earned some loyalty on princess. And I think that's how that happened, but there's nothing quite like it because the way the bridge is situated, you can see forward and aft and it's uh, obviously you're in the presence of the people who are (laughs) controlling the safety of the ship. It's fascinating to see all the equipment. Um, it's pretty cool stuff. It is cool. And it's not, you know, I have to be clear. It's not just the view. Mm -hmm. I mean, the views alone are pretty awe inspiring, but if you can just put yourself in the place of that captain and Mm. think about controlling that giant ship, Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. It's an inspiring thing for me. It is inspiring. I agree. I think that's a wonderful one. I didn't even think about that when I was making this list. And I mean, all the responsibility that the captain and of course their, their staffing crew have is pretty enormous considering the size of those vessels. All right. So we have some, um, I have kind of collection of cool places on princess cruises that I would like to share, uh, from our subscribers on Facebook. So Nancy Locker Allen said on Island princess, they were on deck eight and they had a private aft area to view the Panama canal. And it was awesome. Nancy, I have to tell you, we were just watching, rewatching one of our Panama canal videos recently. And you're right. If you can get aft when you go through the last lock on a Panama canal cruise, that's the place to be. Um, I had also mentioned earlier that people were talking about the Serenity deck on Carnival. I believe that I, maybe I didn't mention that, but another really popular response to this question was Carnival Serenity deck. Patrick Walsh said Serenity deck on Carnival Sunshine where it overlooks the Lido pool. So I'm going to go ahead and go back to Princess right now, but I didn't want to forget that if you have, if you're on a ship with Serenity deck on Carnival, it is phenomenal and generally very quiet and nice. As I'm sure that cool Havana area is on the Vista class ships too. I'd love to check that out. Princess okay. has something like that too. What's Princess's called? Um, I think you're thinking about the one that you can um, the adults pay only. to go into the yeah, sanctuary. The sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And somebody mentioned that. We'll talk about that one later too. You have to pay to go into the sanctuary. Right. I think you can do half day or full day passes, but it's pretty cool. But guess what? You don't what? have to pay to just look around. You can just <laughs> you well can walk around. before the ship yeah, takes yeah. off. You can usually I go up and just ask if I can look around, mm-hmm. and it's will um, let you do it. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. They have like astroturf in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, cabanas, all kinds of nice things. Okay, so back to Princess. Carolyn Branch Spadaro said on Royal Princess on the Lido deck aft behind the buffet. There's a hidden covered deck area with a bar that was kind of hard to find. So it was never busy. So these are the kind of tips that we need to, we need to ask our community for more often. Good job on that one, Carolyn. 
Our friend Angie Crittenbrink said on Grand Princess, the Vista Lounge during the day, if there's no event going on, and um, that's where she went when she needed alone time on her last cruise. It has comfy seats and a nice view, and it will be totally empty. Ah, very good one, Angie. I know um, maybe some people don't know what the Vista Lounge is. So the Vista Lounge on a Grand class ship is the smaller show lounge that's like um, where you'd have comedians and where you'd have the Zumba classes and line dancing classes and things like that. Are you making a face because you hear the airplanes overhead again? No. Yes. No. No. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're, we only they're do, there. We only do podcasts and filming when the airplanes are going overhead. It's like, a, a, or or they only fly when we're doing a podcast. We they don't, only fly. we don't know. We yeah. don't know. Maybe they wait. Or the neighbors using their weed whacker, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thankfully, we have good microphones. Okay, here's one from our friend Dave Savard on Facebook. He says, "Royal Princess, the Outrigger Bar." So Dave likes to enjoy a coffee at sunrise or a martini at sunset. Well, this is really good information because I think we're going to be going on Royal Princess later this year and I need to start making my list of tips from people. Okay. Another princess tip here is from Anita. Um, Bennett said um, she enjoys the piazza on princess ships. That's where they have the international cafe and there's um, sometimes there's no entertainment going on in that area. So it can be very quiet and a beautiful place to relax. I like that about the piazza too. It kind of transforms into a quiet place in the morning where you can go and enjoy coffee or a snack at the international cafe to a total bustling meeting place at night. Um, Elisa has a tip for Grand Princess on deck 15 right outside the 1-5 Club is a seating area with nice chairs. It's covered so it's not windy and cold, but um, it's open for breezes and has a great view of the aft scenery. Perfect for Glacier Day. What? What did you want to say? You're trailing off. There. I'm trailing off. Is it my microphone? It's, I'm, I'm no, having... No, you're just, you're just uh, getting into it, I I'm think. I'm getting into it. I was like, this sounds really good. Okay, a few other tips for other cruise lines. So our friend Paul Thornton, who is the author of The Joy of Cruising, said on Anthem of the Seas... 270 is one of his favorite spots. It's called 270 because it offers breathtaking 270 degree views from the vantage point of the aft of the ship through floor to ceiling windows. Also, it's a technological marvel, a multi-purpose theatrical space. Floor to ceiling windows become screens for unbelievable multimedia presentations that are incorporated into various stage productions. Thank you, Dr. Paul. I can tell you're a good writer because the way that you describe that, I could envision it in my mind. Now we have a tip for celebrity. Um, Justin Melissa Ricker said Cafe Albaccio on Celebrity. It's very intimate and cozy. You get there before uh, you get before dinner lattes or tea and listen to live music. It's just ah. I love how everybody incorporated the ah into their comments. Um, now our friend Kurt over on. Um, Kurt is everywhere. Kurt, you are everywhere, my friend. Kurt and Shailene. Kurt said, the piano bar, as long as there is a good entertainer. Some ships are hit and miss. However, if it's a good one, we are there every night. Yeah, piano bar is an awesome, fun, entertaining place. I think that's, you either love it or you don't. How are you doing over there? You I'm give, doing fine. You're giving me that funny look again. What are you thinking about? I'm just funny. You're just funny. And I look funny. So <laughs> You're wearing your 4th of July tank top because 4th of July is coming soon. Mm, these are things people don't need to know. Yes, they do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put photos of you on Instagram of you and your 4th uh, of July tank top. I don't think so. Yeah, I will. You know I will. All right, your turn. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, after you're done with that, we're going to talk about spa type uh, places. Go. Go ahead. I'm on. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're on. You're okay. on. Okay. All right. <laughs> As I take a drink of my tea and retreat from the microphone. All right. right. My top spot. My top spot is the Carnival Pool Deck 
during the hairy chest contest. No, you didn't. No, you're right. I didn't. But, you know, it's tough to be the hairy chest contest, right? <laughs> Kate, that You're is, like, oh, what is he I'm talking like, what, about? Because that is the last place you, of all people, would ever the, go. The crowds, the crazies, right? That's, <laughs> the hairy that's chest. Just, that's just I me, mean, that's, right? Yeah, that's so you. Maybe I would say the carnival pool deck during the 80s dance party, you'd be on the flow with your kitty pants and your polo shirt, but not the hairy chest contest. Not the hairy chest contest. You know, the hairy chest and the belly flop contest get... So crowded, you can barely move. That's They're true. lots of fun, lots yeah. of fun, and very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not going to be in my top spot. So, what is your top? Now I feel gypped. I need, I need to know what it is. I'm building suspense oh, okay. here. <laughs> All right, my number one spot, and I apologize to everyone waiting for some crazy, spectacular location. I'm going to let you down. <laughs> my number one spot is our stateroom balcony mm-hmm. on any ship. And you, of course, you already stole it. But, Sorry. But that's okay. That's okay. I mean, for me, there's no better place. It's our own little slice of cruise heaven. Mm. You got the views, ocean breezes, family chats, morning mm. coffee, and even a makeshift studio for us. Yeah, we filmed a lot of episodes out on those balconies. Huh? We have. We have. Yeah. And it's a it's a great spot unless, of course, you're getting the wind, windy. you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it's tough to beat the balcony. So that's so my number good. one spot. I love that one. So when you, the first image that popped into my mind, I'm always sharing what image pops into my mind. Um, when you shared that. I'm still trying to get the hairy chest thing out of my <laughs> Gross, mind. Oh, dude. They are pretty funny though. Belly flop contest, the hairy chest contest. And you're right. The pool deck is like swimming with humans when that, when those things go down. I see what you did Human there. soup. Swimming. Swimming. Pool deck swimming. Pool deck swimming with humans. Was that, was that on accident? Yeah, no, that was, that was about as far as my humor goes. I'm not, I'm just not really known for those good zingers. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes I feel like there's so many people in and around the pool I just can't even imagine getting in it during that particular period of time. Well, I can remember one time where you were on the other side of the pool, and I think it was a belly flop contest. You were on the other side of the pool, and I was trying to get to you. Oh, gosh. And I couldn't. And you couldn't get over I there. I couldn't get to you. It was wall-to-wall So I'm like people. trying to wave to you. <laughs> that was probably carnival. It was definitely carnival. Okay, so can we go back to my balcony imagery, please? Yes. Okay, thank Sorry. you. Sorry. That's okay. Harry, it's your show. Harry legs contest. <laughs> just kidding. My, it's not my show. It's our show. Oh, okay. So my imagery, when you said the balcony, the first thing I thought of was our first cruise together was when we were, it was before we had a kid, way before we had a kid, obviously. And we took a portable speaker and we had our music out there, had a bottle, a bottle of wine, like a bottle of red wine back in the days when I could drink wine. And, um, we just sat there and totally took in every single moment of sail away. I think we just enjoyed it. We had made a playlist that we, we planned for months with all of our favorite songs on it. Some of them were kind of oceany songs, kind of cool. And it was just so, ah, uh. <laughs> it really, it truly it was. was. And it kind of cemented sail away is like my favorite time oh, yes. ever. Yeah. And sail away is a little different for us now too. I think we have, we, I think we rarely sit on the balcony and just chill during sail away anymore because we're for a number of reasons. I personally have grown to kind of like sail away parties up on the open decks a lot more than I used to. Um, but I think we also like to capture what's going on around the ship when we're vlogging for everyone too. It's like, okay, what's going on here? Go back to the balcony. And you'll notice that in a lot of our, um, 
a lot of our travel films is that we will take you to multiple different places during sail away. So you can be on the balcony with Mr. Cruise Tips TV having a time lapse of um, the sail away. You're going to see the seagulls and, you know, in time lapse motion, you're going to see the port kind of vanishing into the, into the sunset. And then you can go up on the pool deck with me and we'll do a little dancing. We'll grab our first cocktail and we'll kind of do it all. Right. Right. So I love, fun. I love sail away. You know, what just occurred to me, and this is probably one of those things where it's like, I didn't ask, <laughs> but I was thinking about how, like, you really can't beat sail away. And after your first day, you know, your sail away is over. Mm. But with one exception, I think on our Asia cruise, the, um, the shows that they did mm. and, and the people on the dock waving, it made every day feel like mm-hmm. sail away. Do you remember that? Uh, of course I do. In fact, I get a lump in my throat when you mention it because the the way that we were greeted in each port and the way that we were seen off in each port is I think what created, partially created that love um, for us of Japan and Asia in general that made us want to return. There's just something so unique about it. It was very old fashioned. They would have full um, bands. There would be, you know, 50, 100 piece bands playing as we, we left the port at the end of the night. And the, there was so much... There was so much pride, I think, in um, in those people's faces and just so much excitement. And it's just not something you normally see on an everyday cruise. Of course, there's there's exceptions to that. I've been on cruises to the Caribbean or to Mexico where you're greeted by folkloric dancers or, you know, Caribbean musicians. And that's really special, too. But this was this would be people coming down after work in their work clothes, with their dogs, standing there, waving, smiling, participating in this just incredible, uh, it's, 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 it's unlike anything I've ever seen. So yes, I would say that that definitely um, comes close to that feeling of sail away. It does. And I think the thing that, that I want to say, is, and I don't know how I'm, I, I may be projecting here, but it feels very sincere. Mm. You know, I, oh, can, yeah. I, I mean, there's a feeling of, sincerity there in, you know, I can use the camera to zoom in and I can see the looks on the faces and stuff like that. And it feels so genuine and sincere. You know, of course I have no way of knowing, right? you know, if it is or isn't, but I've got to say, if you're going to do an Asia cruise, get yourself, you know, either out mm-hmm. of, up on the deck so you can see or, or get a, a, get a cabin with a balcony mm-hmm. so you can just go take check it, it out, take it all in. Cause it, it's, there, yeah. it's, it's tough to be, it's a tough thing. Uh, such a, so true. And a lot of times we wouldn't even be on our balcony. We'd be somewhere else, like on the promenade deck and the, the, the decks would be full. The side that was closest to the port side, you would, everyone would really want to see it and they'd be taking photos and videos and just soaking it up. It was beautiful. If you're, if you're planning a cruise to Asia, like Mr. Cruise Tips TV said, please get out on deck every single time you leave. Um, one of those ports, especially particularly in Japan. Or even um, arriving for that matter. Yeah, in the morning. They had a lot of fanfare in the morning. Um, and people would, they would come down before and after work. Residents of those little towns would come down and it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, and you could you could walk off the ship and probably try to have conversations with these people. They're so friendly and warm. So I love that. That's kind of a, that's kind of a surprise twist that we took today, but beautiful, beautiful experience. One of my favorite experiences, I think, in our whole, in our whole travel life. Good stuff. Let's go back. I know I'm, you, I'm ready. I know you want to. Yeah. I do want to. Yeah. Got a lot of things we want to do, don't we? All right. So let's talk about a few more subscriber 
special places. Let's go into the more spa-like places. Like I mentioned before too, please remember that a lot of folks gave shout outs to the Serenity Deck on Carnival. I can't even mention all of them, but here's a few others that people mentioned. Deanna Cole said the salt room in the spa on MSCC side. I can attest to that, Deanna. That's a cool place. Very quiet, just beautiful and completely pretty much silent if, if you want it to be. Brooke Shaw said that the spa on Norwegian Jade is amazing. And Samantha Lennon threw me threw me a curveball here. And she said on Norwegian Getaway, the gym of all places, the treadmill, sweating it out while staring at the endless sea through huge picture windows. That's Samantha's idea of awe. And I totally get it, Samantha. I'm I'm one of those people too that I like to just get to a place where there's an incredible view. And even if I'm on a treadmill, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love just watching the ocean pass by. I'm glad to hear you mention NCL because mm-hmm. I think we've left we've left Norwegian out a little bit and it's mm-hmm. we love Norwegian. Oh yeah. Norwegian's awesome. So fun. So I'm wondering if the karaoke rooms are one of your spots. Oh yeah, I love yeah. <laughs> let's not go back to that. The last time we talked about karaoke rooms, we had a bet that I lost and some footage showed up on Facebook of me singing in the karaoke lounge and, and let's just say that is not one of my many talents. So let's not bring that back. But it's, yeah. it's truly disappointing to find out. I mean, I'm speaking for myself, of course, to find out you truly cannot sing yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. And we really, did either one of us really think we could sing? Um, I know I didn't. I have never had it proven so clearly that I have zero <laughs> talent. Now, I got to say that Junior, on the, other, on the other hand, was phenomenal. He was rocking it. I'm trying Hell to remember yeah. what he was singing, but I can't remember. He was remember. singing Beatles tunes. Oh, Lots Beatles. Lots of Beatles tunes. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, no, we were not good at that. That was. I wish we hadn't filmed it because I would have liked to have kept the memory without the blackmail. Truly no cr- cringeworthy for, for me. I'm, yeah. I actually think that you're good. I, I, like to, I like to watch and listen to you sing, but me, it's cringeworthy. It's yeah. so bad. It's no, like you're good. breaking glass. Stop it. My goodness sakes. Well, I, I have... At least you have some rhythm, right? At, at least you weren't dancing on the couch and trying to sing and dance at the same time to a Beatles tune. Talk about old lady vibes. Okay, we're done. No more of this. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Norwegian though. Norwegian's a ton of fun. Their ships are super innovative. Um, and you know how Junior feels about Norwegian. He's, he's a huge fan. He's a fan. He wants to get back on Norwegian Bliss and play and play Gaga Ball in the kids center. He would probably do that any day. Mm. All right. Let's talk about some upscale or four charge places on ships that people like. And then we're going to wrap it up. We're almost done here, guys. So our friend Joe Waite said that on Ovation of the Seas, the Concierge Lounge, Joe is lucky, was lucky enough to be in an owner's suite or a suite on her last cruise. And so they went there every afternoon for free drinks, snacks, and an awesome view over the wake. Otherwise, Ospot is a balcony on any cruise ship. We agree with you, Joe. So yeah, Joe had booked into a suite, which includes access to the Concierge Lounge. That's a good one. Jesse Reagan said, definitely the sanctuary on Royal and Regal Princess. It's quiet and peaceful. This is the place you were talking about earlier, hun. And a great place to catch some sun, listen to music on her phone, and read a book or nap. And the view over the bow is spectacular. And then last but not least today, it's Ralitza Jigevra. Uh, I'm not sure if I said that right, but we got another one for Norwegian here. It's the Vibe Beach Club on Norwegian. You always have a chair. You don't have to fight for a good spot. It was never crowded. So what Relitza is referring to is a place that you can't book in advance as far as I know. But once you get on a Norwegian ship, if you want to get a spot in Vibe, the private beach club for the week, you have to rush to guest services and try to get one of the few spots. It is adults only, and it's supposedly in prime real estate and pretty cool. So... 
Yeah. So what do you think? Did we do a good job? Are those some pretty good awe spots? We did, but now I'm feeling like we need to throw a little Holland love around. Holland America love. Holland, oh, you know Holland. what? We had a Holland America one in here, and I think I might have missed it. So let's find it. And well, I can say there. that, that um, what was the um, the sweet room that they had for sweet members? Oh, the Not on the sweet room. Like, yeah. It was the, it was like a concierge lounge. It was some, or like the Neptune's lounge. It was some kind of a lounge for sweet people. And that was phenomenal. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aileen Joy Walsh did throw Holland America some love. She said the Holland America Zondam aft pool is never crowded and it's relaxing ah from the hot weather and a great ocean view. But yeah, Holland America is awe all around. If you ask me, that's like the whole definition of the cruise line is to relax and to just chill and rest and enjoy some really good food and incredible service. So that wraps it up for this week. We hope everyone enjoyed the podcast today. Next week, if all goes as planned, we are going to be taking a deep dive into 10 things that we have changed about the way we cruise. Now, what you're going to want to do though, is watch the episode. We're going to film a little episode about kind of tapping the surface of those 10 things that we've changed about the way we cruise. Then we're going to come back here to the podcast and we're going to take a deeper look at the things that we've changed over the years as we've evolved as a family, as we've evolved as people, as we've evolved our packing game. And we're going to go into a lot more depth on the podcast because we're trying to keep, we're trying to kind of um, work on a theme right now on our YouTube channel at Cruise Tips TV, where we put out some really concise and information packed episodes, but we're trying to keep them under about five minutes and limited to about five tips. We think that people are, um, can really use the back to basics Cruise Tips TV content, those simple, quick hits of tips. So that's what we're going to be doing over there for the next few weeks. I hope everybody enjoys it. As always, if you have content ideas or episode ideas or feedback, or you just want to chat, email me at podcast at cruisetipstv.com. We'd love to stay in touch. Mr. Cruise Tips TV, any parting words today? No, good job with the email address. You didn't make one up this I didn't, time. <laughs> usually I do. I'm like Sherry <laughs> at podcast dot something. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> excellent, uh, excellent show. It was super fun. We had a blast. And thank you so much to all of our Facebook subscribers who contributed today. We appreciate all of you. And please make sure that you like and follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Cruise Tips TV. No spaces, no dashes. Just like it sounds. Until next time, we'll see you on the high seas. Thanks for listening to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Cruise Tips TV. We'd love if you leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Subscribe to the show and tune in next week. Until next time, we'll see you on the high seas.